Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the HMNI Fanzine Podcast. I'm recording this intro in the middle of quarantine, even though I recorded this episode way back in December. Um, this episode has Ron... John... <laughs> this episode has John Ruggiero. He's a local artist who does um, artwork for hardcore bands. He... Uh, he, if you go on to uh, Instagram, you can follow him at jrugs designs, jrugs underscore designs. That's j r u g g z underscore d e s i g n z. Has some pretty interesting artwork that he does for bands and other things as well. He, uh, since we've done the podcast, he's done a few things himself. He he uh, has a podcast called Starving Artists. Um, he did a little project, studio project, called Voice in Captivity. John actually was a singer of the band Hold Out, a band which I'm currently a part of, um, that I'm singing for. He was a singer previous to me. And uh, me and Gus sat down with him and talked to him about, you know, some hardcore, some artwork, stuff like that. I hope you enjoy. Um, this episode is sponsored by... Press Gang Records. If you go to Press Gang Records website, the, you enter the promo code "Hello, my name is." Spell it out like Axe the Grind, and you get ten percent off of your order. So go to Press Gang Records, uh, buy something there. They put out they're a Buffalo label. They put out uh, records, tapes, and CDs and stuff like that. Check them out. Uh, they're pretty cool and Gus. And Derek Dole actually owned that label, so check it out. They're a great label. And now, I bring you John Ruggiero. Welcome to the 26th episode of the HMNI Fanzine Podcast. I'm here with Gus. Say hi, Gus. Hello. <laughs> and I'm here with John Ruggiero. Say hi, John. Hello. How are you this snowy buffalo evening? I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. Yeah. It was a little interesting getting here. but uh, How far did you come from? Uh, not very far. Like 1.6 miles, according to Google. But yeah. I got a phone call on the way, and I had to pull over and take the call. And, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, snow and ice. Yeah, snow and ice sucks. Yeah. But it's Buffalo, so it's par for the course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. It wasn't doing anything a few hours ago, and I'm yeah. like, oh, this is cool. Apparently yeah. in Albany and New York, it's like they're getting killed over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I spoke to um, uh, my aunt a few days ago, and she said they were in for like 8 to 12, which is like, Crap. that's red alert in the yeah. Hudson Valley. 8 to 12, everything shuts down. Be with here will be yeah. like a good day. Shovel yeah. out, then go back to work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess they got hammered. Yeah. Um, but. So we're gonna talk about a few things with John here. We're gonna talk about his hardcore journey, his art, you know, and a bunch of other stuff. Maybe some fun stories. We'll see what we'll see what we get into. So you know, um, so John, mm. <laughs> where did you grow up? I grew up in Poughkeepsie, New York. Okay. So what brought you up here to Buffalo? 
Mm, I don't know. I, I don't know if I should go there. I don't, I don't Come know. on. <laughs> Those people might listen. I don't know. Um, no, I um, I was uh, I was dating a girl who mm. was from here. Yeah. She moved into the area. She uh, enrolled at New Paltz, and she was hired at my job, and we hit it off, and. Uh, we continued to see each other, and we we hung out. Um, she would, we dated for about six months before she moved back here, <laughs> and then we stayed in touch for about two and a half years, yeah. back and forth. She, I'd come up here and visit her. She'd come visit me, and mm-hmm. then ultimately, I decided that the best thing to do would be, you know, we got to close the gap if this is going to work. So mm-hmm. I decided to move up here because it made the most sense um yeah. financially like it's like at least at that point it made sense because the cost of living up here is a lot cheaper than yeah. it is in the hudson valley and um so that was a draw and um so yeah um that was my that was my pull in yeah. to the buffalo greater buffalo area um, so how long have you been here um i moved up here in spring of 2010 mm-hmm. i I was here for a year and a half. Yeah. I moved back to Poughkeepsie. Lived there for about nine months. And then I moved back here in September of 2012. Mm-hmm. And uh, here I am. And, uh, yeah. I used to like it. Um, <laughs> it's, no, it's not too bad. Um, it's actually, it's really cool. Um, in my early years, I met some cool people yeah. um they kind of took me in you know invited me into their circle and um mm-hmm. most of them musicians and stuff and you know very very creative individuals yeah. and so that was inspiring for me and that that kept me motivated mm-hmm. and um so yeah and i you know, a few of these guys are like practically brothers now so mm-hmm. i you know i don't have any actual blood family here in buffalo but mm-hmm. i got an extended family so that's pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah that's how it kind of goes. So, um, when did you when did you find hardcore? How did that happen? How that story go? Uh, it was it was great um, when I found it. Uh, I want to okay. Well, uh, it was a. Uh, there was a hobby shop in the city of Poughkeepsie called Dragon's Den, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, Mike Jeffers probably knows about Dragon's Den. Yeah. <laughs> but he's always involved. Jeffers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a renaissance man. Um, yeah, like he knows the area pretty well too. But um, yeah, so there was a hobby shop called Dragon's Den. Um, the guy that worked there, um, his name was Ron, and he would collect used music for me. Like mm-hmm. they sold used CDs, and um, which was really cool. Like I never w- walked into any hobby shop anywhere that actually had like used music for sale which was really cool uh amongst you know magic and warhammer and all that and it was just so every time i went in there like as like i want to say it was in like eighth grade um and um eighth ninth grade me and my friend would skate to uh the uh, the hobby shop and we would look for music um and i found a bunch of cool used like newer at the time used punk rock stuff um and hardcore stuff uh it was mostly punk stuff so that was my my entry like a lot of like epitaph record stuff um 
and um, I discovered uh, I discovered Pennywise, H2O, sick of it all. I, I got so much cool music from this place. And again, when when the guy, this guy Ron, when he uh, realized that I was getting into this stuff, he was like super amped, and he's like, oh, he's like, you know what, man, um, I'll put a stash aside for you. you. You come in every week, you know. I know what you're looking for, and and um, yeah, yeah, he he had a nice stack for me a, a couple times, you know, and I got like some like fucking Gorilla Biscuits and Minor Threat CDs out of the deal, mm. and and uh, which was cool. Like he basically just put them off to the side, you know, for me, and uh, you know, and so from there, um, um, you know, uh, basically, I know like my uh, like comps were crucial compilations got me into a lot of stuff um uh punkorama five (laughs) punkorama five man because that was like the best that was the best lineup man uh fucking madball agnostic front h2o rancid like uh, so many good bands were on that comp and um um um, i got a compilation with a pair of vans actually it was a off the wall a vans off the wall sampler it was like a 97 sampler or something and uh yeah, I was getting getting new kicks for the new school year, and the girl handed me a CD, and there was just all kinds of good stuff on there. So that was kind of like my entry, and then like like as like my freshman year progressed, I made some friends. Um, a lot of my friends were into some heavier stuff like mm-hmm. uh, Hate Breed, Strife, mm-hmm. Vision of Disorder, Shutdown, like this, you know, fucking twenty five to life. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, you know, back then, um, and that. And yeah, that was fun. And so they, so so these guys kind of introduced me to some heavier stuff. It just kind of like filtered me through the stuff I was listening to to you know fucking hardcore. And it um, it was cool. Um, I went to Fye and I bought like a bunch of tapes. Yeah, I bought every like every Victory Records thing I could find. You yeah. know, I was just okay. fucking Strife, Snapcase, Hatebreed. I, I I was just glomming whatever I could. Uh, so I had a huge co- collection of tapes, and I would hide away in my bedroom and listen to these tapes so my mom wouldn't uh, yeah. wouldn't find <laughs> you out. You were listening yeah. to devil music. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah. Like I, when I was I, I was listening to Hatebreed, uh, Satisfaction is the Death of Desire, and I'm like, and I had like I had like the Christian guilt like yeah. complex. I'm like, man, I'm going to hell, but man, I can't stop listening. Like you know, like, and it's like I never subscribed, but it was just like that, the, the like the 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 voice in my head, like this is bad. Yeah. Oh, listen to his voice, his vocals, like you know, he's beckoning me to come to the dark side, and you know, fucking same with All Out War too, which uh, yeah. yeah, shout out Newburgh, New York, there. Uh, yeah, so so that was the stuff I got into yeah. early on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you do? You remember your first show? Ooh, it's gonna take um, gonna take a minute. Yeah. Um, first punk. Okay. Yeah. First show. It was like I want to say it, it was an outdoor show in Connecticut college campus. Uh, I don't remember any of the bands. Like I remember the bands. I don't know who. No yeah, idea. It was like a local yeah. Show. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how I got there. Um, I was there with a, a friend of mine. It might have. It may have actually been um, my church's youth group. I mm-hmm. think shuttled us to this like 
outdoor show. Um, oh yeah, it was it was, and I I'm pretty sure that all the bands that they were probably Christian punk bands, but um, neither of which were Reliant K or anyone of major <laughs> consequence. Uh, you know, there was no Five Iron Frenzy. You know, it was. Uh, it was, it, but it was cool. Um, I, I, that was an early one. Um, I, I've seen H2O a bunch of times. They were, yeah. uh, they're amongst some of the earlier shows. I went to H2O. Um, v, uh, there was a Vision of Disorder show. Um, yeah. Early on, mm-hmm. fucking hate breed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you ever see you? Yeah. Union, <laughs> the Jeffers Union. Yeah, the Jeffers. I, I, that was before my time here. Um, really? I believe. Um, well, let's see. Uh, um, actually, funny. A um, couple years ago, I picked up a Union seven inch. Yeah. Actually, um, around here, uh, and I was pretty stoked on that because it's just like my goal to like accumulate as much local music, and yeah. so um, and that stuff was kind of eluding me, and then lo and behold, you know some. Poor guy had to dump off his collection. Yeah, I just happened yeah. to wander in at the right time, you know. And yeah. um, but uh, no, n- never, never a union show for me. You saw the union seven inch? Well, I, uh, I have you. I think there's a yeah. few. Uh, I don't think I, I don't have the other. One. This is the one with the, the dude holding the briefcase. Yeah, yeah, you have I have yeah, that one. Yeah, but I gave it to uh, I gave it to April. I gave it to Jeffrey's wife's cousin. <laughs> she got into hardcore. Awesome. <laughs> like, watch this. This is Mike. <laughs> did Mike ask you to did he tell you to ask me if I went to a union show or did that no I just this is on the roster oh yeah no um, actually Mike is one of the um, he was he was I, I met him in 2009 um, mm-hmm. in Poughkeepsie uh, there was um, a spot in the city of Poughkeepsie called the Polish Club and Face the Panic played Halloween show there. Oh, cool. That's where I met Mike. So, um, yeah, he was one of the first people from, from this way, mm-hmm. from up this way that I met. And um, I still see him around. <laughs> yeah, Mike's going to be around after all of us. Good dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a good dude. Solid drummer. Yeah. He's a 70-year-old freaking hardcore dad. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's very, very fatherly. Yeah, yeah. very. very. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, um, Saw Face to Panic that night at the yeah. Polish Club, and um, yeah, that was that was a fun show. And uh, but uh, yeah, so that's my earliest um, affiliation with Jeffers music. Um, Face to Panic, for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeffers is good people. Yeah. So um, let's see. So you you got into uh, you got into hardcore. Did, were you? A, I was. I was. Uh, I was lurking your Facebook. <laughs> oh, um, no. Were you in any bands? Um, yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I um, I was um, well, when I moved up here. Like yeah. I said, um, I, I I met some people mm. early on who invited me into a space with them. Um, yeah. they had a practice space downtown, and um, they were just you know, doing all kinds of stuff. Like just yeah. like you know, these guys very, very like. Um, broad music mm-hmm. you know um interests like they you know they had all kinds of different projects going on and stuff and they were just having fun and and i kind of just like you know hung around you know and eventually like they're like you know do you want to do something and i'm like you know yeah i'm like sure you know so we uh we recorded a song yeah 
because um, uh, so so my friend Angelo, shout out Angelo, uh, the team records, um, uh, him and my buddy Ryan, um, they have a little gig and they've been making music for almost two decades now. Mm-hmm. And they um, they invited me in to they're like, hey man, you know, like you know, let's let's do this, let's have fun. And I um, I recorded a song. We just kind of created like just um, like a gimmick for it you know yeah. it, was, it was one track and um uh, we went under the title car winslow and uh <laughs> so we used like a we used a vectored image of car winslow and like a, awesome. a, a cop outfit and it was pretty cool it was pretty it was a pretty heavy song it was yeah and and um it was a lot of fun it was a goof total goof but that kind of like you know kind of got me you know yeah, I, I started feeling it after that. I was like, man, like this is kind of fun, like mm-hmm. you know. And I've always been, you know, I've always been an appreciator of music, you know, going to shows and really, yeah. you know. But I never really experienced what happens on the other side, you know. It's like I'm a show goer, you know. I'm a listener, but yeah. I, you know, I'm not a maker, you know. And, and I so I actually learned a lot over the last ten years. At, you know, I I was kind of a late late bloomer as far as like the performance part yeah. of it and stuff you know i uh, uh i'm 37 now and um i was i, I want to say i was like 27 yeah going on 28 when I, I you know when i actually started trying to make music i guess mm-hmm. so um and um i only do vocals i don't actually play an instrument but i'd like yeah. to learn uh eventually but um yeah, uh, so Did I... Did someone hear that somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want someone to hear that I would like, I would like to assemble something. Um, so yeah. anybody out there listening, um, yeah. hire gun over here. Uh, cool. But um, yeah, uh, we started... Um, uh, we did a really, like... Uh, it was my idea, and it was a terrible idea. Um, it was borderline inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the premise for this, so I, I started a punk band with my friend Ryan and my friend Angelo's brother Tony, who plays drums. It was a three-piece. Mm-hmm. It was me on vocals, my friend Ryan on guitar, and my buddy Tony on drums. And it was just for funsies. We decided to uh, write a few songs. We recorded a five-song demo there at the practice space. Mm -hmm. Um, The band was called the Marty McSorley Experience. Um, Like I said, it's like... It's re- almost regrettable at this point because, yeah. uh, you know, like it, for those of you out there who don't know who Marty McSorley is, um, he was banned from the National Hockey League for smashing another hockey player over the head. Um, <laughs> and it was, yeah, um, it was, uh, the, the whole idea of this thing was conceived under severe influences, like just, like I, no, I'm not much of a party animal anymore. Mm-hmm. But back then, it was just like get drunk, do stupid shit. So yeah. I was like, all right, well, I got this great idea because I love hockey and punk rock, and you know, <laughs> and uh, so it was abrasive, very, very crude, mm-hmm. um, you know, as I guess most first efforts are. And yeah. um, but it's just like just really bad hardcore punk, like just kind of I don't know. I was. I don't know where the hell I was coming from with it, but uh, yeah. um, so that kind of uh, we played like maybe six or seven shows. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, um, I ended up uh, when that dissolved. Well, it dissolved because I moved back to Poughkeepsie, so that mm-hmm. was in 2000, 
November of 2011. And then I moved back here and reunited with these guys. And I, I didn't really do, I, I don't know, like we did like a pseudo uh, McSorley reunion uh, to, uh, you know, um, usher me back in, you know, as a welcome back. And we, we basically like, um, we like crashed a show. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, it was, uh, it was a venue called the forum. I remember that. You guys place. remember that? Yeah. I was only there once. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, my, my friends were playing a show that night. Um, and we, um, my buddy's like, and like, so these two guys were, you know, also, you know, these were the guys that were in this band as well. So they're like, yo, listen, like, we're just going to like, we're going to finish the set and then just pull you up here. And we're just going to run, th- we're just going to belt out a bunch of songs, you know, mm-hmm. just, it, yeah, it was, yeah, it, it was unruly, you know, like <laughs> it was definitely not cool probably. And, um, and um, I want to say it was a mad dog show. Um, and, and, um, if I recall, he said, I don't think he was happy about it at first, but then like, after we got done, he came up to me and he was just like, dude, that was really cool. Like, he's like, man, it's like, you know, like, like he was like, so I don't think he was mad after that, but, but I kind of feel bad that, that yeah. we just, yeah, but we actually did that twice. Like that happened twice. It yeah. happened at Broadway Joe's too. Um, we just kind of crashed Joe's. the show. <laughs> yeah. RIP. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, so, and, and then, um, I don't know, sometime after that, I, I started, I decided like if I'm going to continue doing anything, I want to kind of do something more serious, mm-hmm. you know, and actually make it mean something. So, um, I don't know, a couple failed attempts. We had me, my friend Ryan, my friend Angelo. We mm-hmm. we um, started a few other things. We were jamming with a few guys. Um, nothing ever, mm-hmm. nothing ever, it, it didn't really amount to anything. Just, you know, bad timing, you know, people's yeah. availabilities and stuff just kind of mm-hmm. got in the way. So um, we decided that we were just going to... Uh, I don't know, just to do like studio stuff, and so that kind of led to um, <laughs> that kind of led to um, let's see, I want to say we're at 2017, and somewhere in 2017, um, we decided that we we're just going to get together the three of us and write and record an EP, and we called it Rock Pile, and um, so we ended up that it took almost you know we just kind of went out our leisure. It took about mm-hmm. a year. We recorded this EP, five songs. Um, uh, the EP is called Demolition. Um, it was fun, and uh, it um, we we wanted like us within the, within our circle. We never, I mean, like my buddy's been you know he's been like producing music mm-hmm. on the, you know DIY for years, yeah. and we. You know, him, you know, aside from anything I was involved in, like, he's done so much. He's recorded so much music, and he's really just, like, he, he, he's he got a knack. Like, yeah, yeah he's, he's really good at what he does, and he, lo- and he just likes all kinds of music. So, mm-hmm. you know, everything from hip-hop and, um, uh, you know, 80s new wave R&B. Like, he's just all over the map, you know. And so I... I kind of, you know, like these guys kind of did this more as a favor to me, you know, just, you know, and just to stay busy and have fun. And we, um, but we had never actually put anything 
out there physical. So we decided to get this thing. Um, well, we we kind of looked up some things and we decided we were going to, you know, we wanted to release a seven inch with these songs on it. And we found a guy, I want to say he, uh, he goes by uh, F- uh, Funky Frankenstein. He, he does, he has, um, he does lathe cut. Um, so square and circle. And I was like, no, I don't want no fucking square. I'm like, I want a circle. So, so we got, um, we did it like a run of 40. It was like super affordable and we just wanted something to hold something tangible you know to mm-hmm. put out there and just say hey you know like this is ours you know like we made this you know and mm-hmm. and um so then we got the itch and we it, it was just the three of us so then we, you know we're like well you know we don't have a band we can't play any shows and then um a few of our friends who were involved in some other band was kind of like just in just like in between thing for them they decided that they would lend a helping hand and um and step in and, and fill out yeah yeah so um yeah because uh over the years we've had difficulties keeping uh guitar or bass players and drummers in the mix so um my friend oliver stepped in to play drums and my friend kyle stepped in to play bass for rock pile and we played a couple shows um, and then that just kind of was that all here evaporated. Um, that was here. That was local. Yeah, we played a show at Sugar City with Juggernaut. That was like not. It was like last summer, mm-hmm. and we we actually played t- two shows at Sugar City. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, actually I, that may have been it. Um, there was a show we had to drop, unfortunately, and, yeah. and then we just decided to just kind of put it on the shelf because um, these guys like I said were involved in other bands that were kind of set more uh, precedents for them you know they were yeah. already involved in um, so uh, yeah but it's all good you know um, uh, it's just fun to just you know and it's good to stay active you know yeah. and, and keep the wheels in motion you know even if there's nothing to actually perf- yeah. you know even if you can't perform you know it's right. Yeah. Keep yeah. 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 So yeah. to pivot a little bit. Yeah. I know from Instagram, I've noticed you've done a lot of uh even like is art something that you is it your job? No. I wish it were. Um well it's it's uh it's a labor of love. Uh yeah. it's a side gig. Yeah. The art. Um it is a um I mean it's it's something that I, I I've always loved art. Mm-hmm. I've always been very passionate about art and music, um, and finding my motivation to use my ability, I guess, was my biggest struggle over the years. Yeah. And like, not to get too heavy, but like I, you know, I didn't really put the pen to the paper for quite a long time um (laughs) up until a few years ago like i i kind of i was just in a bad place um and uh i was just unmotivated and it's crazy when you don't use your ability Mm -hmm. what happens you know and you you get kind of rusty and so uh i i definitely had to dig myself out of a little bit of a hole you know to try to get back in but like i i um like a few years ago i you know decided like i'm gonna make a concerted effort like 
I want to do something creative and like I want to keep the creative wheels in motion mm-hmm. and I didn't want my ability to go to waste. I've done things on and off over the years, <laughs> you know, very, very like sporadically, like, you know, some friends would come to me, hey, do you want to draw something for us, you know, for our band or whatever? And, oh, yeah, sure. And I'd do something quick, but I never, you know, really took, you know, like I kind of look back at some of the stuff I did. I'm like, you know, I could have did a way better job, you know, like, mm-hmm. and you know, I was just kind of fucking up a lot back then. And um, so um, when I had finally woke up out of like a 20-year stupor, I decided that I'm going to... Like, like I, like it just was like, uh, like a light bulb went on. I'm like, you know what? I fucking love hardcore, and I love drawing, and I need motivation to create. Like, I, you know, and I need inspiration. Like, and music is my inspiration, yeah. and it was back then too. But I was just like, my head was somewhere else. So I, I wish, like, my only, like, if I have any. I don't want to say regret, but like if I could do anything different, I would have made more of an effort years ago to try to establish something, you know. And um, but yeah, a few years ago, I decided I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna put some stuff out there and see what happens, and you know, um, <laughs> pay forward the blessings, you know, too, because like, you know, like is you know, like part of this is like you know, like you know, supporting and giving back to. You know, the scene that accepted me and, you know, and, you know, it's, and I know it's been said a million times, but, you know, that's the cool thing about hardcore, or at least, like, at the time I got into it, like, nobody gave a fuck what you look like. Nobody cared that you, you know, you know, what you, I mean, like, I, I wore some pretty bad clothing, some really bad clothing to uh, some of the, er, er, you know, some of my earlier shows. I, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, and but then I, I remember like looking around. I'm like, man, everybody looks different. Like yeah. everybody's in their own style, you know. Like everyone looks comfortable, and you know, and everyone seems pretty stoked on what's going on. And I'm like, this is cool, you know. It's just like I'm here amongst a lot of people, but you know, and people talk to you and then they walk away. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. Like, you know, like I'm not the center of attention. Like, because I never wanted really, I kind of shied away from that, you know, which is kind of weird to say because like, you know, because I am a vocalist and I, you know, so I'm, you know, if I am performing, therefore I am the center of the mm-hmm. operation. But um, like it took some time to get over the, that that anxiety but but like i never really you know but the anxiety always went away when i went to shows you know and i just felt like it felt right you know and um so yeah uh, i'm not sure where i was going with that but um but yeah uh, so you said you stopped like how long you been seriously drawing like a drawing yeah um okay yeah um i started a gram uh for my art uh, about two years ago Mm -hmm. um i was not um i i had previously I, I kind of got my feet wet with it. I started um, an Instagram account for um, my record collection, yeah. um, which was um, all seven inches. Like, I just posted, I I just, I decided, like, I, I got enough content to last, like, a couple years. <laughs> so, I'm like, this is cool. Like, this will help me get acquainted and keep me active with this. And um, so I, I started that up. Um, uh, at seven inches of fury, <laughs> uh, so um, that that was fun. 
um, that opened up some doors too. And, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, uh, decided like, okay, I'm going to do the art thing. What's the best way to put my art out there right now? Cause Facebook is useless as we all pretty much know pretty at this much. point, <laughs> it's, it's a formality, you know? So I'm like, well, it's not going to happen on Facebook. So, um, I, I started a gram. Um, I took a bunch of like there was some previous stuff that I posted just you know because I didn't really have much at the time I just like some old artwork and stuff and um and I just started doing some I just started drawing stuff and I posted um a bunch of these images you know um you know if anyone's interested in buying this DM me kind of thing you know um you know like, like I put it out there in my bio what my objective was like you know you know um my aim was punk and hardcore, you know, if you're in a band, if you want, you know, a t-shirt design, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, a cover for a release, whatever, um, you know, I'm your man, you know, like, you yeah. know, just, yeah, like, come check it out. So, um, yeah, I, I tried to put a, a bunch of stuff up, you know, just so, like, people could see that, you know, that wasn't just trying to, you know, like, like I wasn't just this like flyby kind of, you yeah. know, like I try to stay consistent with it and I was networking. And so, um, yeah. And it just, um, I sold my first commission piece to a band in Boston called Kingpin. Um, they didn't do a physical release, but it was, um, like, I know it's up on Bandcamp and Spotify. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the release was called, uh, twist of fate. And um, they bought one of one of uh, what I consider like one of my probably one of the coolest images I drew, and it had this like King Crimson vibe to it. Like the guy from the band I was in contact with messaged me. He's like, "Dude, I need that." He's like, "He's like, I've been on this King Crimson kick lately, dude." And I don't know. He's like, "He goes, it just." Um, and, and it was a color image too, which I, I I was very proud of that one. And and he um and yeah, so the band bought that image off of me, and they used it for their. Uh, for their for their uh, release and that was really cool and, and I was like man this, this is, this yeah. is kind of weird like this is cool but it's weird and like I didn't actually think anyone would I really didn't think that anyone would actually want to buy any of my artwork so <laughs> or even even want to see it for that matter you know because mm-hmm. I mean it, it's a vast universe yeah. there's a lot of artists out there and um, you know I, I wanted people to know that I'm not you know, just the flyby, just, you know. So you had already I, drawn I, that and they saw it and they were like. I had posted that as a stock image, yeah. Because, like, cool. um, before I actually, you know, because I was just, like, I had no followers, you mm-hmm. know. So I was just putting stuff up there and graduate, you know, and just kind of networking and just, um, you know, I I was just kind of, like, just kind of breezing through some of the band pages that I follow and just, mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, maybe they'll, you know, if they like this, they'll like that kind of thing. And yeah. so, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, like, I guess it worked. I don't know. Um, I, um, like, I didn't want to go bot, you know, because, like, that's my worst fear is that someone would just, would assume, you know, like, I see this all the time on Instagram, and it's a total turnoff. When, like, I get excited when, like, I see, like, a new artist, you know, or, you know, they advertise themselves as an artist and you, you know, they start following you and you're like, oh, sweet, I'm going to check yeah. you out. And it's just like 8,000 posts and it's like 4.5K. I'm like, this is, and it's literally just like, it's like a abstract, like every panel is, abstract, it's just this weird, like, I'm like, what are you selling me? Like, right. like, what is this? Like, this is, it's all like Photoshop stuff, but it's not even like, 
like it's not even thoughtful. It's just like this like very generic looking like, you know, stuff. And I'm like, and it's always discouraging, you know, because, um, you know, because I'm always looking to find, uh, you know, I want to see what other artists are up to. I follow mm-hmm. a bunch of them. There's some really good artists out there right now doing yeah. all kinds of cool stuff. Um, and, um, uh, but, um, yeah, so I, um, I, I didn't want to, that to, you know, I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression about what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I made, I, I try to, um, when I'm corresponding with the band, I want, you know, I, I try to make myself as available as I can. And I've even, I've even shot the breeze with a few of these guys, never met them in person. I just mm-hmm. want, you know, and, and it came across like the one guy I did, uh, something for, um, he lives in Virginia. Um, he, He's like, dude, you know, I, I carried on a conversation with this guy for hours. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, he's like, yo, like, you're real, man. He's like, and, and, and I think people appreciate that, you know, yeah. when, when they, when, when they're like, oh, like, you actually do listen to this stuff. Like, you actually know what's going on. I'm like, well, yeah, like, that's my, my objective is to make sure that, you know, there's no question about it. You know, like, you're coming to me, you're getting a real thing, you know, and, you know, I'm not just trying to cop somebody's you know, style, you know, you know, like I'm not just trying to bite off at anybody just to make a quick buck or anything like, yeah. you know, like I try to keep it original, you know, most of my, most of my stuff is custom hand drawn. I try to stay off of Photoshop as much as I can, you know, um, and I mean, I'll use Photoshop for touch-ups and contrast, yeah. and, you know, adjustments and stuff like that. But like, um, I want to keep it like as original as I possibly can, you know, and as unique as I can. So bands like reached out to you to do original stuff for them? Oh, yeah, there's been there's been quite a lot over the um it really picked up um uh the last uh um uh, this past year has been really busy for me yeah. actually. Um very like I was very surprised. I was I was pleasantly surprised uh it I I um I did a lot of um this past year I did a lot of work for a bunch of bands in the Hudson Valley. Yeah. Um shout out Hudson Valley, uh Age of Apocalypse, Violent World, Prime, Worn Thin, uh the Mighty Mind Force. There's uh there's a lot going on in the Hudson Valley right now Definitely. and I hope people are paying attention. Um uh it's it's flourishing and and I'm stuck here in Buffalo. <laughs> no, um, but uh, yeah, no. Nah, um, but I stay in contact with a bunch of these guys, yeah. and um, some of these guys are, you know, I'm pretty close to. And um, I've done a lot of stuff for uh, this past year for uh, bands in that neck of the woods. Um, yeah, um, I've worked with some people in Virginia um, this past year. Uh, did a couple show flyers. Um, did yeah. um, did some designs for some merch, uh, um, you know, um, a couple Philly bands, a couple bands from Philly, this one band called Hesitate. Um, I think probably like the coolest t-shirt design I did this year was for them. They sent me a photograph of a venue Mm -hmm. that closed up in their town and they wanted me to incorporate, like draw somehow like you know they like cause they want it to be real like you know like this is our thing kind of thing <laughs> so they're like you know they the guy sent me a picture of the venue and that closed up and it was uh it was i think it was called zerns or something i yeah 
I want to say it was PA, yeah. And um, so, like, I managed, like, I pulled it off, and I was so happy with the way it came out. And I know they were pretty hyped on it, too. And I just got, like, this big, you know, typical, like, you know, fucking champion hoodie brolic dude behind, behind like, the venue, like, embracing the venue and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, fucking hood up, you know. It's just because yeah. cause they wanted something hard, you know. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, but it came out really cool. So, I yeah, like, I was pretty hyped on that. Um, um and um yeah i i did a handful of images for uh some promos uh yeah. that band i mentioned earlier uh violent world yeah. i did uh, a design for them they eventually put that on a t-shirt that was for a promo um my friend tony is in a band called prime um i did uh they also used the one i did for them they just actually they just released a demo cassette um it's out there uh yeah um so yeah that, that that's that's what i've been up to um like uh i got a question for yeah you. that uh the uh fault line like memorial thing ah uh, yes did you come up with that or did they like ask you about that i came up with that um yeah, yeah so um i was talking to mason yeah. and he at the time um yeah it wasn't supposed to be a memorial um oh, yeah. yeah uh I told him, I said, listen, man, because um, I did the, there was there was the original fault line image I did for them, mm-hmm. um, and then I went back to them, and, well, because they played a show a few months back at uh, the firm, and uh, Willem came out wearing a, yeah, that show. okay, mask. yeah, <laughs> yeah, the fucking mask, and I was like, that's so awesome, like, I'm yeah. just, like, I was so happy to just, like, see, like, a masked <laughs> fucking marauder up there like yeah. it, it just gangly you know like yeah. i was like oh this is great like felt very like th- very throwback for me and i was like yes i was like man that would be cool on a t-shirt yeah. so i i messaged mason a little while after that and i was like listen man this one's on me i have this idea mm-hmm. i said i'm gonna surprise you with it yeah. and then um somewhere between that correspondence and our next one they decided to call it quits so um uh i said no no worries man i'm sorry to hear that i said but i'm gonna finish this thing and i'm gonna make it a memorial so that's what i did i made it a memorial yeah 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 that was that was a good one too um are you um do you only do stuff for bands or are you do you do stuff like for other i've i have um uh i've done some some artwork uh I did some like fan art, just um, uh, let me think here. Uh, there was a um, I recently did a commission piece for a girl um, who uh, she likes pizza a lot, and oh, I saw that one. so do I. <laughs> yeah, it's called Deep Dish. Um, that's that that's yeah, 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 yeah. She inspired me. Um, I was inspired, um, and it it exceeded my expectations, and uh, and she loved it. So, um, as far as like music adjacent, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that that was the most recent one. I, um, yeah. and I've just done some stuff, you know, on the side for for friends. Um, mm-hmm. I did actually. I did a, a pretty cool image for. Um, uh, for this guy that lives in Poughkeepsie, um, he has um, he 
he has um, a collection of vintage hardcore memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find him under Burning Fight Vintage. Mm-hmm. I did um, a really cool image for him. Um, he eventually put it on like stickers and stuff like yeah. that to hand out because um, he collects and also like he'll sell stuff too. So he's got some really he's got fire on his page. If you look him up, you're just yeah. gonna be like like he posted this like fucking Cro-Mags tour shirt from like 1989 today on his page and it was it's fire it's just nice. like and so yeah like, like he's a good follow um mm-hmm. uh burning fight vintage um so that was like kind of like a you know kind of off the you know um path i guess a little bit but um still related to hardcore <laughs> yeah hangman uh image that you have where it's uh, like in a circle on the, the yeah. front and the back what is that going on um Oh, that went okay. Um, that oh, went on, uh, on. Okay, yeah. So Brian from Hangman, um, he messaged me and he said that he sent me. Okay, the inspiration for that was a. Uh, it was a Cold as Life T-shirt rip that mm-hmm. they wanted, and he sent me a picture of it. It was like a skinhead beating up someone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that one at all. That shirt, uh, it was a pretty hard shirt. It was like front and back. So, yeah. um, he's like, see if you can rip this, you know. And so I was like, okay. Uh, I'll see what I can do. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm not a huge fan of ripping, you know, other artists, you know, stuff. But like, like I, but they, they had an idea and I'm like, well, you know, let's work with it. I think ultimately um, I, I'm i pretty happy with the way it turned out because mm-hmm. it actually doesn't really look anything like, and, and it's kind of like, it's kind of where I'm at, you know, I was like, okay, like, because that was actually a three-way effort. Um, I, I drew the designs front and back. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Brian from Hangman did the Hangman font that appears on the front of that. Yeah. It, it, it ended up on a shirt for their um, – they had their release show, I want to say, ooh, last month. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, yeah, it was a stacked stacked roster. And um, so they actually wanted that shirt for uh, – they did a run of shows with Billy Club Sandwich too, So, mm-hmm. um, which I believe led up to that – that show yeah. on Long Island. Um, they wanted that shirt ready for that show. Um, so um, that was pretty cool. Um, it was a three-way effort. Um, I believe Brian did the font mm-hmm. and um, uh, somebody else did the um, did the lettering on the back. So that was yeah. it was a three-way effort. Um, that was that was that was a fond one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that like was that, that one. was a cool one. Um, I. I did a, I actually did a T-shirt design for them last year too, mm-hmm. um, which came out really cool. Um, so yeah, yeah, um, that that was really I was I was really happy to work with those guys too. Um, you know, there's they're fucking beast mode right now. Yeah. Hangman is beast mode. Like they're are they Long Island band they're fucking they, killing it. Uh, Long uh, they are yeah. they are a Long Island band. Yep. Yeah. Really cool. Yep. Uh, flat spot. Flat Spot Records. Yeah, um, band I probably wouldn't have heard of it except for Axe to Grind. <laughs> Axe to Grind. They, they love these guys. Yeah. Yeah. They're, cool. they're party animals, but uh, but they're a fun follow. And nice. uh, everyone should go check them out too. Um, but uh, yeah. So. Well, before you end, um, where can people find your stuff um, online or in social? Uh, well, you can follow me on Facebook. Uh, 
um, although I'm a little dry on Facebook. Um, uh, it's mostly um, my, uh, like, I don't really do much on Facebook. But my Instagram is um, my main platform. Mm-hmm. So if anyone wants to check out my art um, and see what I'm up to, you can follow me on Instagram at jruggsdesigns. J Rugs with a Z, designs with a Z. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I try to keep content flowing to keep people interested. And cool. uh, um, and that's that's what I'm operating on at the moment. Um, and uh, yeah. Well, thank you for coming down and chatting with us on this snowy Tuesday night. Um, <laughs> if I may. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to... Uh, my little man, he's gonna be four tomorrow. Oh, Sonny, nice. My little dude, yeah, big, big four coming up for him. So, uh, old. yeah, <laughs> I know it's crazy, man. They grow so quick, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I have a five year old and an eight year old, so yeah, yeah. hey man, <laughs> I really appreciate you guys having me on tonight, though. Yeah, thanks, we appreciate you coming. And uh, until next time, you guys want to add, Gus? No, just check. Check his stuff out. We'll put a link in the, uh, in the, uh, I appreciate it. The uh, description and stuff. But until next time, this has been the HMI fanzine podcast. Go Bills.